0: Last week, we talked about the faith one has to have in God and what He has planted to stand firm in your calling. Today, we talk about the flow of the Spirit through you as a vessel. What is it like listening to the Spirit? How can you be confident that what lives in you will emerge from its slumber when it is called upon? Use the hashtag JDO the number three podcast and the hashtag Chris C Speaks to engage us in dialogue. And now part three of Fill to the Brim and Overflowing. Now it's part of how you built this faith this Uh, confidence to step out from your experience as a freestyle artist. Uh, I I remember uh, at those conferences, some of my favorite things to do was to literally play a track and literally hold up items for you just to freestyle with. And I was just like, oh my gosh, get this guy a record contract. He's got to do this thing. Uh, but but isn't that much like what you do when you are speaking or preaching, in the sense that you are studied and you are prepared and you have a gift and a talent? And in that moment, the spirit reveals and guides and, and flows. What is it like to hear that voice and to be able to flow with an audience and give them what they need? That's that's amazing. Like <clears throat> it's absolutely
1: amazing to know that you're in the zone right so like there it's amazing to like when you and you can tell like as a speaker like so yes i I used to be an MC, right like if i had to rap right now if my life depended on it i probably could and if i was in the car by myself i'm still the hardest mc out in the car by myself but like in public i don't rap anymore because it's just it's just tough like i'm 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 too old for that and i i don't i don't have the i can't say (laughs) I can't do those, I can't make those noises, right? I can't do that. So, uh, so because I can't do that, I don't rap. But um, when you are with the crowd, whether it's virtual or in person, and you can tell the crowd's in sync with you because you can see they're they're nodding their head as you get, you know, into your point, or they're in the text chat, yeah, you know, giving you the amen, and you know you can feel it, and you know that something's coming for this group, but you don't know what it is, but you know something's about to drop. And when that nugget drops, it's like, and and it blows my mind too. Like, I'm like, what, what happened? And what thing that makes me angry is that like, and this virtual thing has helped because I can go back and watch it now. It used to be, if I didn't have a videographer, I would drop a nugget. The crowd would be like, oh, and I'd be like, what'd I say?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, oh
1: no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Play it back, play it back. Yeah, that, that, one, that wasn't me. That was God. That was the Holy Spirit. But can somebody tell me what I said? Because I won't use it again. Yeah. And then I'm always nervous that, like, when I go back to a place, like, I've been back to go speak at, a co- at one school, like, I've been back to speak at Olympic College a dozen times, right? And sometimes twice in the same semester. And I'm like, man, Chris, what you going to say now? Like, they, they got this expectation. And I'm always nervous that I don't have, like, the next bar. God is always like, God, I got the next bar. I just need you to show up and be ready. If you're willing, I got you. So but it's an amazing feeling when you're operating in your gift. So I'm sure that people feel it. Like I'm sure that grandma feel that same feeling on a holiday when they've been in that kitchen whipping it up at that stove and people eating that mac and cheese. They're like, Who made this mac and cheese? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Who made yeah. this mac and cheese? And grandma was just in the corner, you seen the meme, grandma was just in the corner talking about Yeah. Is yeah, it good? yeah.
0: It's the cheese.
1: Is it cheesy, baby? Right, like, those things are, it's the same feeling. It's the same feeling that maybe a preacher gets when they're preaching and God has pricked their heart and they, and they know there's someone in the audience that is about to give their life to Christ. And God is like, I know you've been practicing a sermon all week, but this person needs to hear this. And you're like, and you do it, and then afterwards that person gets up and, you know, whether it's emotional or not, but but God, God got the glory, right? We all see it. It's the same thing when you see James Harden rocking somebody to sleep. Yeah. And and you know he's about to drop 70. Yeah. The whole the whole, the whole whole crowd knows. It. I don't know if we can mention his name anymore. He's not in Houston, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> when, 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 when people are in the zone,
0: yeah.
1: our, our focus narrows, and you are able to really hit on the people that, or you're able to operate in your gift in a way that you don't always do. The trick, Johnny, is to be able to figure out how to get in that zone intentionally right that's the trick how do you train your body to be able to get into that zone every time and that's where it becomes about preparation right you got to be prepared you got to really study and do the work so that when it's time for you to shoot that shot it's muscle memory and you can allow the like you're not nervous about the mechanics you can allow the holy spirit to operate because you've done your part
0: i remember the first time i preached without and um, I had prepared literally I I knew this was one of the times where I knew well in advance where I was going to preach so I I literally had like a week to prepare for this message and I knew what scripture I was supposed to preach from but nothing was happening like I didn't have a title I didn't have nothing I was just like oh my lord and I was about to call pastor and just like bro I ain't uh, got it. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> I know I said I would, but I'm gonna need you to dig to dig into that bag. <laughs> like when Sally Mae called me. I ain't got it. Yeah, I don't have, any, don't ain't have it either. You gotta get I it. Hey, go have and, it. And and uh, um and I remember the the flow of of that message. And I also remember the intensity of that message. Uh and a lot of it was really more so right before I, I preached it was like God wanted me to release and say okay I'm just a vessel mm. like I'm, I'm just a vessel that's it that's uh, I am a speaker uh, and if you don't say anything then it's not gonna happen I'm prepared but I have no earthly idea where this is going and that Sunday I had to preach twice and so what was funny was like you said the second service people say well you're preaching entirely different, entirely different message like, I don't. I know. Like, why didn't you preach with it? I don't remember what happened in December. <laughs> like, like I, I
1: got to go back and read the notes. Like, I, I, I ain't had a chance to read the notes yet. Yeah. Like, I, I gotta go watch the film. I gotta
0: can watch, the watch, film. watch
1: the film, coach. Yeah. And and, and you know, so as, as a speaker, right? There, there are certain types of speakers, right, Johnny? There are speakers who have a, the same message every time, yeah. right? There's some speakers who I know and look up to. that Their message, I can quote it with them. Yes. I can, I can and, and there are times where I deliver a speech like that too, right? I'm not going to front. There are times where I have a message where it's like, boom, I know this point, this point, this point, and I'm going to hit you with these points, I'm going to hit you with the hezi, yeah. I'm going to hit you with this, I'm going to hit you with this, and then we gone. But, but there are times, and, and the more and more that I prepare, even in those moments where I am doing a speech that I've said 10 times, it's never said the exact same way. There's a story that comes to mind, an example, an illustration that God will place on my heart that allows that audience to get something special, right? And that's, it's just about being able to tap in, man. You just gotta, you gotta be prepared and you gotta just be willing to step out there and do it. Cause when you tap in, man, it's, it's a whole different feeling when you know you've done the work so that the muscle memory can take over. So now... The creativity can flow because you don't have to think about that next step i don't have to think about the next point because i know that i'm about to tell students that leadership is a verb and i know why that's important right so i don't have to come up with something different about why leadership is a verb is important but because i know where i'm going next my mind has the ability and the freedom to think about how can i frame where i'm going next in a way that makes it relevant for this particular
0: audience And then it happens and when it happens it's a magical thing well let me ask you this because when we were kids we'd be around the old preacher and the old preacher say uh he say something like even if i only had one person in the audience i preach like my life depending on it i do this for free i i preach if it was only the chairs in here and and then that rona came around i was like Uh, yeah, y'all go home and put this camera on, and there was. was what what happened? <laughs> yeah. What happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it with your chance.
1: Say it with your chance. Listen, listen. I, I, you know, like that. that all you guys say yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. You, oh, you, you, you gonna preach this to the chance? Oh, oh,
0: really? Oh, yeah. really?
1: Yeah, man. And then now the chance is here. Like, hey, yo,
0: keep that same energy. Keep that same right? energy. And I want to no. ask you how have you been able to or have you been able to maintain that same energy how do you go from eight thousand to a a feed of comments and not be impacted during your presentation
1: i'd be lying if i said that i got there easily right like in the beginning it was hard like i was okay we had a national conference right so I, i work with a company called cool speak phenomenal company that i partner with and part of that partnership we had the ability to speak at a national conference this is the first big conference that i've done virtually post you know the the shutdown the lockdown and shutting everything down so i'm used to being able to read people's faces like i'm I'm kind of funny so i'm used to be able to give a joke i used to be able to you know vibe with people before everything starts so i know people's names and with this it's like you get to walk into the zoom room at 1201 and they'll turn your camera live at 12.05 and then boom, you gotta go. So, and you only got 20 minutes, so you ain't got time to do all that. But I'm nervous. And it's the national stage in front of big decision makers. And I see, I'm looking at the screen and all I see is this. Yeah. Like it's all I see. There's no smile. There's no engagement. There's nothing. And I am terrified because I think that I'm bombing on this national stage. And I'm, you know, sweating and trying to give all these points. And then I get my evaluations back. They're off the charts. Everything was great. And I'm just like, if, yeah, I'm getting books. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, well some something worked, right? Something translated here. So what I did was I I really do I stopped paying attention to the faces on the camera on my screen. Because if I do, I'll get psyched out. I realized that virtually folks don't tap in the same way in the beginning and folks learn differently virtually. They pay attention differently virtually, but that doesn't mean my content changes. That doesn't mean that I don't bring the energy, like this right here that you see, this is my stage. Right? I got my light, I got my camera, I got my graphics and I am like, I'm looking in this camera and I am talking to this person Right here, whoever is looking at me, you gonna get this work today.
0: Yeah,
1: that's what I do. Like I, I, had to, I had to reevaluate what it meant to be good and efficient. And I couldn't judge it off a, a standing ovation anymore. I couldn't judge it off laughter anymore because you don't always get to hear that. I had to, I had to internally ask myself, did you do a good job? Yeah. And that's a hard
0: thing. Now, um, working with the teens has prepared us for this moment. I remember one of the comments, the conversation that we had as a leadership team was, okay, the kids are on their phone while we're preaching and teaching. It's bothersome to me. Can we make a rule to make them put these phones away? <laughs> and you remember what I said was saying uh, was, have you looked at the adults on <laughs> Sunday morning? They got their they phones too.
1: they doing the same
0: thing. they doing the same thing, bro. Just focus on your message because at the end of the day, when we do that altar call, four or five kids come up and it's like, oh, man, that was the kid that was on the phone. Oh, you were texting a friend. Oh, you were writing the person that you're confident that you're confident. Yeah, man.
1: Sometimes it wasn't even that. Right? Sometimes they was on YouTube, right? Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes they was texting. Sometimes they was setting their fantasy lineup, and playing the game. But it doesn't mean that their hearts weren't pricked it doesn't mean they didn't come in the building with the desire or the need to have prayer and they were just waiting for that moment and sometimes it was they were doing it because they thought they were supposed to right Yeah. but it doesn't matter those things you can't control we can't control that so we just got to give what we we got to give what we gonna
0: give and let god handle the rest what has it been like adjusting your gift to different environments can you deliver the message when you're unable to receive the verbal and physical messages from your audience? How do you maintain the flow of content when your audience seems uncontent? Join the discussion by using the hashtag JDO the number three podcast and using the hashtag Chris Speaks to contribute to this dialogue. Join us next week as we continue this discussion with Chris C. Speaks on Pastor JDO3, the podcast.